The Packers and the Chiefs are playing in the preseason finale, but let's be honest, it's not really the Packers and the Chiefs. Even so, I sit down with Matt Verderam from fan-sided national NFL reporter to talk about the similarities between these two teams. They're planning around a star quarterback and not a star receiver and why he thinks the Packers are the favorites in the NFC this year. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And Peter Bukowski and I come to Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers your first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. This episode is brought to you by Brightco Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 a month. Check out your special offer for Locked On listeners and get covered in under two minutes at bright.com forward slash locked on. That's bright.co, sorry, forward slash locked on. All right, we're going to get to my conversation with Matt Verderam from uh, Fansided, national NFL reporter there. Um, He and I go way back, back when I was at SI and Fansided and they were together. Um, and uh, Matt is uh, covers he covers the whole league, so he is insightful on all sorts of things. But um, is uh, a, a Chiefs guy um, that does a Chiefs stream. He's very hooked into that organization, um, and so he is a, a great resource in this case. Look, Packers Chiefs in a preseason game not that interesting, especially if you're listening to this. Uh, after the game, you've already seen what's happening and the Chiefs probably not going to play guys. Packers, we know not going to play guys. So what are we really previewing? We've, we've kind of talked about the storylines. I wanted this to be a little bit more evergreen. Um, this is our sort of summer Friday, but it's a summer Thursday because the game is on a Thursday. Um, and, and Matt, I think, goes into detail on Chiefs, goes into detail on the Packers, Mahomes, the fan rivalry because of Aaron Rodgers. I um, mean, why he thinks the Packers are the best team in the NFC. Before we get to Matt, my wife lost her engagement ring once. And not, she didn't lose the ring. She lost the diamond. Seriously, the diamond came out of her ring and she didn't notice it until later. She went back and she found it. But imagine if she hadn't. The diamond, just the stone, was still in She'd been changing um, in in a bathroom and it had come out for whatever reason, got snagged. The stone came out and she went back and she found it. But if she hadn't, it could have been a disaster. What if we hadn't had it insured? That's why the people at Brightco are geniuses. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch, so friggin' easy. They can get you covered in two minutes on your cell phone. You will not find a better deal on great coverage that's super affordable. That's bright.co forward slash locked on. So if something crazy happens, something crazy happened to me, you will be covered. They want to help 
get you covered. And thanks again for making Locked on Packers your first listen every day. Make sure you check out the ultimate pro football preview starting August 31st, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts on the Locked on Podcast Network, that's me, and the Odyssey NFL Insiders all combined into one ultimate NFL preview starting August 31st. So it's coming up. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. The Packers and the Chiefs play in the third preseason game, but let's be honest, this is not the Packers and the Chiefs playing in the third preseason game. It's certainly not Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes, so we don't even get the joy of that. In fact, we've been robbed of that two of the last times these teams were supposed to play, one because Mahomes was injured, then it was Aaron Rodgers had COVID. Maybe in the Super Bowl, we'll get a chance to see it again. Who knows? Um, Joining me now to talk about that and a lot of other good stuff, Matt Verderam from from Fanside and national NFL reporter. I uh, want to make sure I get that title right, Matt. Um, and I, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, I'm, I'm fascinated by a lot of things Chiefs related right now. I want to start here because the Packers and the Chiefs had a similar offseason in that both said, okay, we're going to trade our best receiver, a, a dynamic playmaker. And I, I don't think necessarily for the same reasons, right? But do you see any similarities in sort of a team building structure of the way that the Packers and the Chiefs made the decision to say, okay, we can live without these guys. I do. Their quarterback play. Those two teams can sit there and look at their quarterbacks and make a reasonable argument on either side. This is the best quarterback in football, or certainly top two, top three, right? So when you're that good at quarterback and you have good offensive lines, as both of these teams do, you can say, Well, we don't need an upper echelon Hall of Fame level receiver. It's great. It's a wonderful luxury to have. And the Chiefs still have Travis Kelsey, so they have that security blanket built in in that regard. But you're going to tell me that the Packers are all of a sudden thinking they can't throw the football anymore? They have Aaron Rodgers. Like It'll be okay. He's going to throw the ball to somebody, and somebody's going to catch the ball. It's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Now, the Chiefs and the Packers did have a little bit of a difference in the way they rebuilt the receiving core, the Chiefs mm-hmm. actually signed Valda Scantling. They brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. Both teams drafted a second-round receiver, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. Um, but I think in the end, both of the teams looked at this and just went, all right, listen, we'd love to have these guys. But if we if we can't get them at a reasonable price point and we can trade them for picks to come in that we can now build out our teams with, the Packers took two first-round picks and I'm sure Peter annoyed some fans and picked two defenders because that's what Brian Gutekunst does. Yeah. The, the Chiefs had 12 picks. He's an A-plus troll, that Brian Gutekunst. He is. And, <laughs> and you know what? The Chiefs did exactly what every Chiefs fan thought they would do. They had 12 picks. They turned it into 10, and they took eight defenders because they had to rebuild the defense. And early on, like it's preseason, take all the caveats with it. They've looked tremendous. They've been very fast for physical. The point is, I think Gutekunst and Brett Veach looked at these teams and respectively just said, we have these quarterbacks. If we protect them and we play any kind of defense, we're going to win a lot of football games. And and both teams, I think, are, are paying them a lot of money. And so that's part of this equation too. Okay, you have to take that as a, essentially a subsidy on the rest of your team and understand, okay, if you're going to pay the quarterback to do the thing and you're going to pay him to elevate everyone else, then he's got to do that. And then you have to find, you know, some inefficiencies here and there. 
this is this is a fascinating question, Matt, because I see this all the time. I've, I saw it with Rodgers and Brady. I see it now with Rodgers and Mahomes. Patriots fans took it personally when Aaron Rodgers was being called the best quarterback in the league. Um, and then Packers fans took it personally when Patrick Mahomes was being called the best quarterback in the league. And now, interestingly, it's sort of flipped again because Rodgers is the back-to-back MVP. And now Chiefs fans and, and Patriots fans, by the way, are still mad about Aaron Rodgers. And Packer fans yeah. are they still hate Tom Brady. So like what do you what do you see playing out there? Like, do you see what I see from Chiefs fans that there is this little bit of a of a chip on their shoulder? Like, uh, our guy's better. It's fine. Oh, for sure. I mean, look, we, the, the Chiefs fans, Patrick Mahomes is God to right. Chiefs fans, okay? I mean, it, you look, Packers fans, a lot of them anyway at this point in time, have gone from Favre to Rodgers, and that's what they've known their entire lives, and God yeah. bless all of you, okay? Before Mahomes, it's like Shawshank Redemption. I don't know <laughs> what kind of language I can use in this podcast, so I'll keep it clean, but like you you went through 50 you know miles of crap or whatever mm-hmm. the saying is, you know, 500 feet of crap. That that was the Chiefs before Mahomes at that position. Every once in a while, an oasis where they had Trent Green for a few years, he was good. Alex Smith was serviceable, but never anybody who was a an all pro candidate year in and year out. So to offend Mahomes is is like is is akin to the biggest sin you could possibly have in Kansas City. Which I'll tell you what, if you recall the Kansas City Buffalo playoff game. That game for a lot of Chiefs fans was as much about winning and advancing as it was keeping Josh Allen at bay. Because mm. a lot of Chiefs fans are like, oh, he wins this game. You know what you're going to hear on Monday? Yeah. You got to win. And as it turned out, <laughs> it was one of the great quarterback games of all time by both guys. And Mahomes ended up winning. But, yeah, I think, I think when it's your guy, there's always that little bit of ownership. It's almost like a personal insult. And with the Chiefs, for what they had been before he got there at that position, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is like a native son, even though he's from Texas. So we we actually saw some Patrick Mahomes in the preseason, um, yep. unlike the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. So we don't we don't really have a lot of insight into what Green Bay's offense is going to look like without Devontae Adams for a full season. We have glimpses, right? They're seven and oh, that's the stat that everyone likes to bring up without Devontae in the Matt LaFleur era. Yep. But this Andy Reid offense. All of a sudden, looks like an Andy Reid offense again, like like what it was looking like a little bit more with Alex Smith, even going back to his Philadelphia days. Some more heavy personnel, some more condensed formations. Let's get let's get weird. Um, I think Green Bay is probably going to do some of that. Can you just walk us through what you think some of the changes are going to look like? Because again, I think the Packers are going to make some very similar changes to the way they're running their offense. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I look what the Chiefs have done a lot of is they've played Michael Burton, their fullback. Which which has been a little bit of a different look for them. They usually in in the last couple of seasons you'd see the fullback maybe two times, three times in the game. Uh, Burton was almost in on every single play the first drive of the preseason. So that's part of it. But another part of it, I think, with them is they've been going with more tight ends. They, they like their tight ends. They have Jody Fortson, who's this guy who I think most people would go, who who's Jody Fortson? He was a practice squad receiver. I just said that in my head. Yeah, they turned him into a tight end. And one thing about Jody Fortson. He's incredibly athletic, and if they get in the red zone, he becomes a real weapon. I, he's the kind of guy who might have like 20 catches all year and eight touchdowns because if they get down inside the 10-yard line, he's a really tough cover. Now, they're not going to be putting him on the field instead of Kelsey, but he will He will get his targets down there. He had two touchdowns against Washington. Um, 
But I, I think what they're trying to do, like every every good NFL team does, is create mismatches. And so you could always do that with Tyreek Hill because he's Tyreek Hill, right? It, it, either you're going to single cover him and he's going to kill you, or you're going to double him and then it opens up Kelsey. I think what the Chiefs' goal here is, is to basically say, listen, if you still want to play us with these two highs, we're not going to let you get in a dime. You're going to have to play nickel. And if you get in a nickel, you've got to play more single coverage or you've got to sit in zone. And Mahomes throughout his career has just shredded the hell out of zone. He, he has, he's destroyed it. And against man, the Chiefs feel like with all these receivers they have, none of which are Tyree Kill, admittedly, but one of them's going to win. And Mahomes has two and a half, three seconds behind this offensive line that they have. Guys are going to get open. I mean, Justin Watson this year, who's basically a special teamer coming over from Tampa, has has looked like Jerry Rice in the preseason because he's just he's just constantly open at five seconds to get in the ball. I think the Chiefs realize they can't play the same way way without Tyreek Hill. They can't. It, you can't just say, well, it's third and eight, and Kelsey or Hill, one of them will be single covered. And that's what we'll throw to. I actually think it invigorates the offense in a way. I don't think they're going to be better. I do think they'll be more efficient. I think they will ruthlessly be efficient, and that works all the same if you're the Chiefs. I think this is such an interesting push-pull because I'm thinking about it in the same way with the Packers. Like, if you can't shade everything to one guy when a lot of the offense, I mean, Aaron Rodgers estimated 75, 80% of the offense was run for Devontae Adams. Matt LaFleur confirmed that that was sort of the deal. And when you have a great player, by the way, I think that's the way you should run your offense. Imagine having LeBron James on your team and not running plays for that guy. Like, that's just not how this works. But I am just going to be so fascinated to see Okay, Terry Kill's gone. Devontae Adams gone. Our team's just going to play single high now. Are, are, are you going to dare Patrick Mahomes oh. and Aaron Rodgers to beat you? And if you are, why would you do that? And but yeah, I yeah. think teams are. Yeah. I think I really do think teams are going to say, "Well, we don't have any. You don't have any receivers. We fear, and so we're going to make you prove it to us." And I just think that's a bad strategy. But this is the NFL. I think this is going to happen. I think I think that'd be crazy because LaFleur and Reed are two of the, the better offensive minds. And if you get single high coverage, you're dead. You're dead. Look, I will tell you, I know a lot of Especially you, without disguise. If you don't, if you don't oh, dress you, it up, you have no you're, chance. You're, you're, you're no just, chance. You're, you're gonna you're, kill you. You're dead in the water. I remember last year. So the Chiefs famously last year, I'm sure even most Packer fans are like, they got too high, too high. I mean, every week. Teams yep. there was some time too. literally, Peter, guys are 25 yards off the line of scrimmage. It was comical. Like if you watch and bailing and bailing, if you watch the all twenty two film of the Chiefs early in the year, there are literally times there's nine guys in the picture because they're so far back, and the Chiefs wouldn't accept that early on. The first half year they could not accept that they were they were three and four, and then they won some ugly games. One of which against Green Bay, where Love started, where if Rodgers had played, I think they would have pounded the Chiefs at that point in time. Chiefs once defense played incredible in that game. They were amazing. They were the only reason the Chiefs won that game was was they were able to just you know, eke out the win. Um, but but the point was the second half of the year, the Chiefs final said, you know what? You want to play too high? Fine. We will bleed you to death, West Coast offense style underneath. And the reason I bring this up is there was one team that said, nope, we're going to play single high. And it was Gus Bradley's Raiders. They sat in that thing on Sunday night football in Vegas all Twice. night. Twice. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, right. The first game, if memory serves, I know they eclipsed 40. I think the Chiefs scored 41 points. It was on Sunday Night Football. They blew them out. A month later, they come to Arrowhead. He did it again. He did it again. He scored 47 points. It was unbelievable. And, and no other team was dumb enough to do that. 
Um, in that game I referenced earlier against Buffalo, Mahomes never attempted a pass over 20 yards in the air. Not, not once. I, I think, the, look, the one thing schematically the Chiefs do, as well as anybody, is they get in these three-by-one personnel groupings, and they isolate the backside receiver. And a lot of times it's Kelsey. And they get these one-on-one matchups with him, and they just say, okay, fine, we're going we're gonna to smoke you with it. I, you know, Brett Veach has talked a lot about, and Andy's talked a little bit about it as well, there's going to be a rotation of that guy a lot this year based on the matchup. You know, if they get a smaller corner week one when they play the Cardinals, not the Cardinals corners, they might just be able to put whoever they want over there. But, you know, if they get a smaller corner, it's probably going to be MVS over there. It's a great, you can throw it up to him or, or Juju. If it's a bigger guy who can't run, it might be McColl, might be Hardman. He's going to say, look, run a nine route. It's fine. Beat him. So, I think you're still going to see all those staples, but I think you'll see more of the screen game, more of the quick game. And I think in the end, they're still going to score 30 points a game. They have a great line. They have Mahomes. I think the I think the Rodgers-led offense in Green Bay are going to do the same thing. They have a great offensive line. They have a really, really good running game. They have Rodgers. Like, whoever's catching the ball will get the yards. It's fine. They, they, will, they will move the ball. May not have the incredible splash play with Adams. But if you score a touchdown on 10 plays or seven plays, who cares? You scored a touchdown. Listen, you are preaching to the choir on this. I, I think the, the similarities between these two teams, are it, it's just fascinating to me, especially this year because of the way that they handled this offseason. Um, and unfortunately for the Chiefs, the AFC just looks a lot tougher right yeah. now. From, from your perspective, looking at the NFC, clearly the weaker division, uh, where do you see the Packers in terms of how they stack up in the hierarchy? So I think there are three teams that, I, I really don't think you can even argue they're the best teams. Like the Packers, the Bucks, and the Rams to me are yeah. the three best teams in the city. No, look, you want to get into like if Trey Lance is great, okay, but I don't know if he's great. So, you know, they're a wild card. I would put it that way. And then you get into these teams that like can make the playoffs and maybe win a game, but whatever. You know, the Dallases and the Phillies of the world. I don't think those teams will have a ceiling like the other three. I know the Rams won the Super Bowl. And old school mentality says, well, they're the champs until they're not. And normally I'm that guy. But in this case, I remember covering the Super Bowl. I was at SoFi up in the press box. And a big part of the conversation that week was, can you believe this is the Super Bowl? I do not feel like these are the two best teams in football. It was, we had that conversation at a bar before we, the Super Bowl. We did. Now. We talked about that. Right. <laughs> and it, was, it was just weird. Like, at no point in the season did I think, man, the Rams are just, they're the best team in the league. There's no, like. They were good. They were really good at times, but like I never, never once was I like, man, the Rams are clearing away the best team in football. Um, I I still feel like the Packers and the Bucks are both better. And the Packers, I get it. There are people that want to shovel dirt on them because of the Adam stuff. I think the Packers defense is going to be ferocious. I think it's going to be really good. They got all they, they obviously they've invested a ton into it. Uh, they are well coached. They've found guys like Rasul Douglas and Devondre Campbell who have fit into the system. And look, I think offensively, again, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll still be a top five offense in football. They'll be efficient. They'll score a bunch of points. Um, of course, the question in Green Bay, which I'm sure is the question on everybody's mind in Green Bay, is January and how that plays out, right? And how special teams plays out because after everything that you guys have gone through, although Passaccia is a hell of a coach there. Um, I think the if, like I I was saying to you before we came on I I do this thing on fan side and every year when the schedule comes out I pick all the games and I pick the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl but as this offseason has unfolded I am more and more concerned about that pick Jensen is the biggest injury nobody talks about that is a huge injury 
Huge. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Tom Brady is not mobile. Okay. And Jensen runs that whole offensive line. Now Stinney's out. They have all these other injuries. I think I think the Packers are the best team. My only concern about the Packers is January. Is just do they get over this mental hurdle? I think more than anything. But I think I think top to bottom, they're the deepest team. They're the most complete team uh, in the NFC. I, I think they have a very very good shot of getting those Super Bowl. I said I thought the Jensen injury was bigger than any addition personnel wise the Bucks made in the offseason. No question. No question. I would argue that other than Brady, obviously, you can make an argument he's the most devastating injury they could have had on offense. I mean, maybe Mike Evans. Yeah, maybe Mike Evans. Yeah. Because I would I think, argue I think you with, could put Worfs in the conversation too. I mean, we we saw what happens with the Packers when when all of a sudden they're I mean, I think it I think it's easy to, to forget that like David Bakhtiari did not play in the NFC Championship game two years ago. Neither David Bakhtiari nor Elton Jenkins played in the playoffs right. last year. It looks like those guys are going to be playing this year. So uh, the Chiefs, look, the Chiefs lost a Super Bowl because their starting tackles were hurt. Like, I, I, it's, a, it's a bummer that we were game, robbed yeah. of what would have been, I think, a classic between Brady and Mahomes because of that offensive line. So I'm, I'm with you all the way. I, I hope we get it. Um, I hope we get Packers Chiefs. I hope we get to do... Um, some car, I hope we get to have this, that, that conversation again at a bar Super Bowl week. Yep. Um, and, uh, let my listeners know where they can find the work that you do. Cause I know you're doing a lot. Well, you can follow me at Matt Verderam, which is right there on the screen. Uh, and then also, um, fansided.com you stack in the box every Monday morning, which is my column that comes out, uh, every single week throughout the year covers the whole league. Uh, during the season, have quarterback rankings. Uh, first Tuesday, uh, I think it's the 6th. It's September 6th will be the first one that comes out. Uh, spoiler alert, Rogers, two-time MVP, does well in those rankings. <laughs> um, and then Stack the Box podcast, Tuesdays at noon, Eastern, 11 Central, every week. Uh, you can find it on YouTube if you want to watch it live. You can ask questions, or you can just follow on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your, your podcast. You can subscribe there. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it, buddy. And no problem. All right. Thanks to Matt for joining the show. Great to talk to him. Um, and uh, I, I just also another one where I love the accent. Just could hear him talk, listen to him talk all day. I love it. I'm 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 in um, the the tri-state area, so it sort of makes sort of makes me feel a little bit at home. It's my it's my second home. I'm from Wisconsin originally, but I've been out here long enough that I that I get to say I'm a New Yorker too. So I get to I get to straddle that line, and it's it's a fun one. It's a fun both accents, by the way. Both. Did you hear it? It just came out of me. Both accents are great. I'm not going to go full Charlie Barron's. Both accents are great. Um, and uh, I just I love an accent. Who does love an accent? As you gear for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond in the world's largest professional network of over eight. 100 million people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions, of course, 
apply. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. It's Fantasy Draft Week on the Locked On Podcast Network. So go make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Fantasy expert Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. Still trying to figure out the logistics on if we can make a live show actually work. I don't want to promise one and then have it not work. So if you think you want to watch a live stream, um, go to the Locked On Packers YouTube page after the game. Probably go to my Twitter feed first. I'll let you know for sure. Again, I don't want there to be issues. We had a lot of issues last year with um, some of the live streams. Um, and then some of the live streams, of course, went off without a hitch. So I, I can't explain that, but that's just the reality. Um, I'm, we're trying to get all of this stuff figured out um, and ironed out, and hopefully we're able to do that. So we'll see. Either way, it'll be in your podcast feed on Friday. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the Locked On Packers podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. We made it easy. Uh, you can find the podcast anywhere we sell podcasts. No, we don't sell podcasts. We never sell podcasts. We would never do that. You can find us wherever you get podcasts. We're always free, always free and available on all platforms, um, including YouTube. Go check us out there. Um, And anytime you want to hit us out on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do this 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. Flawless. Nailed it.